You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program is proudly supported by Kiama Community College. There's something for everyone, from nationally accredited career courses to seniors' computing, languages and lifestyle programs. Three years ago, if someone said that in 2021, your life will change beyond recognition, you would probably have thought it impossible. If someone said that you will only be leaving the house to get essentials and exercise under special circumstances, you'll be required to look like a bandit and steer clear of everyone, including the people you love, you would have said, that sounds crazy. If they said you'll experience a global pandemic beyond anything imaginable, you would simply have said that cannot be true. But we are in 2021 and it is a very different reality. One of vaccinations, of working from home, of teaching our own kids and of trying to cope with the kind of change that we could not have predicted. We prepare for changing seasons, but we could not have prepared for this. Today's podcast is about the dynamic of change and ways of coping. And I will be talking to Alex Roberts to gain some insight into ways of managing all that is happening to us. She lives here in Kayama and she's a qualified counsellor and psychotherapist. Thanks for joining us, Alex. Thanks, Bernie. And hi to everyone. I think a good place to start is that we are um, experiencing COVID and it doesn't appear to be going away anytime soon. We may have breaks from it. However, it's always going to be there in some form or another. And if it isn't COVID, there'll be another challenge in life. So how do we cope with that? One of the ways is to remember that there's a very good saying, uh, life is 10% how we make it and 90% how we react to it. And the most common way that we give up our personal power is to believe we don't have any. How are you coping in lockdown? I'm enjoying it most of the time. I've decided that this is life, this is part of life. I've got a choice of whether I embrace what's happening or don't embrace it. So I can sit and be miserable I'm not saying I don't have my downtimes, I'm not a Pollyanna, but there's a lot going for us. It's a case of acceptance. It's not going to go away. And as much as I have an inner two-year-old, the same as everyone else, that wants to come out and say, this isn't fair, it's not going to make any difference whatsoever. So the sooner I accept it, it's really like a death. It's a death of a way of life. And, and like any loss we have to work through that loss and it's a process until we get acceptance alex people are feeling strong emotions at the moment uh, many have felt the pressures of lockdown and and there really is a lack of certainty about the future and this in itself leads to, to frustrations what advice would you give us as we try to cope with this good question bernie i think most people get frustrated from time to time, especially at the moment. Probably another way to look at it is that this isn't the first challenge that everyone's faced. I'm sure that the listeners will have had challenges in their own life, having to deal with severe illness, loss, and major changes not of their doing. 
we have to look inside ourselves to say, how do we approach this new challenge? So how do, how do we normally approach frustration? Because this won't have been the first time we've been frustrated. It's just that it's exacerbated. We're all worried. So that exacerbates our mental state. Breathing is a very good way, and everyone will say, well, we all breathe. But there's a certain way of breathing that can help us to calm down. It's taking three deep breaths, slowly, really breathing in deeply and letting it whoosh out. That stops the reaction, if you can remember to do that. Martin Seligman talks about the importance of positive psychology and lots of self-help gurus advise that we consider gratitude as a way of coping with stress. Can being grateful really impact how we cope with change? Gratitude um, can be used in many different ways. It's also about choice. So when we wake up in the morning, we choose how we want the day to be. And gratitude, well, if this is Kayama Community Radio, look outside. We're allowed to go out walking. This is paradise. How fortunate are we? We can still go outside and we have a harbour and it changes every day. KCR, Kayama Community Radio.org. Because we're so unsure about how things are going to change for us, how important is it that we maintain some kind of routine in the home? Routines are great. We probably need to add on a few different routines. One of them might be to have the family together and decide how the week's going to progress. Yep. If you have three people working in a house, then you may get under each other's feet. And I think if you can have a, the people that are living together, probably it's a bit like a corporate meeting, only it's a family meeting. Yeah. Get everyone's needs out first. What do you need for this week? What are your routines during this week? Perhaps have some sort of calendar on the fridge or wherever you can see it or a blackboard. I need quiet time at this time. I can't have people walking through at this time. But if you know this in advance, then you're able to work with it. And for smaller children, obviously it's different, but they can learn these new techniques. Yes. of how to work harmoniously with the others in the family. It's not always going to go smoothly, but one of the things for Lidlis is to have a treat. So something during the day when something good is going to happen for them. What would they like to do for 15 minutes? And just put that into your day so they have something to look forward to. I like your idea of a a house board meeting. What a good way of, of formally respecting the needs of each person in the house. I guess that way everyone is heard and it's much easier to, to navigate the changing landscape post lockdown if we can all air our concerns and, and our frustrations. I suppose repeated lockdowns are likely to evoke feelings of anger sometimes and resentment. 
And we might vent in ways that we wouldn't normally. A little girl I know um, is the sweetest, but she flung her iPad across the room as her mum was trying to teach her the other day. She had simply had enough. There has to be a way of getting frustration out. Bernie, you mentioned that techniques that we can apply. A lot of the techniques are individual. It's what helps each of us calm down. For some, it'll be going outside, perhaps if you've got a, a, a basketball hoop that you can place a ball through. Others may like to clean a pool or mow the lawn. Light music can help. There's lot, it is an individual thing. Even though those are really good techniques, in the moment when you are frustrated and you've either thrown something or you've banged your hand on a table or however you're feeling, probably the best way is to get in the habit of those breaths that we talked about earlier. And each time we take the breath, we really push our tummies out and breathe deeply. And by the time we've done that three times, it really is calming. It takes time to get into the habit of doing that, but it does work. One more uh, technique you can adopt, but it's not always viable, but it may be after the breathing, is to give someone nearby a hug. I'm talking about families, of course, inside, that you're inside with. I hope that that gives you some ideas on frustration. But the breathing works with frustration too. It's a habit that takes time like any new habits. If yeah. you are prone to getting frustrated and your reaction is to immediately throw something, then the breaths will be very good for that person to be able to, instead of react, to respond. I need this space. But if it's already been agreed upon prior, it makes life a lot easier. What are our needs? What are our needs? How can those needs be met? How can I help you? It's yes. about working as a team. We could use sports analogies for it. If the team doesn't work, then the game isn't going to be won. Yeah. What can I do for you? You'll, each, of, each of your family will have chores. Some they don't, don't mind doing and others they will hate doing. Perhaps you can put them all in the middle and decide, well, I don't hate doing that. If you do, let's swap this chore. So it's I'll a do, negotiation. I'll do the dishes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'll do the dishes if you put on the laundry. So think of the lifestyle that we've got now. There are advantages to it. Start to, when you wake up, think about the things that are good about lockdown. We certainly get to watch um, more TV in the evenings, perhaps, on programmes we want to watch. Once we've negotiated with everybody, unless there's more than one television, we get to walk more than we probably usually do because we're catching public transport or we're driving to Sydney. Animals absolutely love lockdown. They're getting far more walks and they're really enjoying all the attention at home. So those are gratitude, those are things to be grateful for and to be grateful we are here where lockdown isn't as severe as some countries and in some cases there's no lockdown and there's absolute chaos. So maybe somebody's listening who, who feels that they're burnt out with it all 
they're frustrated, they're sad, and that they need help because it may not be that we're all living in a state where we feel we're coping. And maybe yeah. for some of us, we're, you know, we're, we're out of our depth. advice that we're always given is reach out. Who do you reach out to? Lifeline has a very, very good helpline. Um, that number is 13 11 14. Qualified counsellors and psychologists able to help you 24-7. If you're really blue, that's a good line to go on. There's also uh, Beyond Blue for depression. And generally, if you're not coping, talk to a friend. If you're not too feeling too down, usually they're delighted to get a phone call, especially people who are living on their own. Yes, they've got buddies now, but a call to someone you know can lift someone's spirits. Perhaps you're a single parent, mother or father, and you're responsible, then your well-being is really important, isn't it? Because yes, if you're you... not feeling your best, if you're not feeling optimum. Yes, um, a different way of life. Connection is very important. We are fortunate to have internet, when it works, and telephones. We can talk to others about our frustrations, how to look out for each other. So I know that you've mentioned Lifeline Australia. Beyond Blue is 1-800-512348. Also reachout.com, that looks to be a pretty good site for 18 to 25 year olds. These really are times where we've got to dig deep and really build our resilience. That's right. And I guess we have to approach these challenges with an attitude that says, we can do this. We've been fortunate that a lot of us haven't experienced the Second World War. We were born after it. It must have been dreadful. A lot more yeah. deprivation than we're experiencing now. I don't think, and those people that were in those wars or that war, either they or their parents have experienced a massive depression but they got through and yeah. they were resilient. And it's building our resilience that matters. It's a case of grabbing what we have and looking at what we have rather than what we don't have. I remember reading somebody's account of their life in Auschwitz. They described looking out and looking up and visioning the fact that the sky was blue and that they were never going to give up. And I know that, that sounds like Viktor Frankl. It was him. And one of his famous quotes is that when we're no longer able to change a situation, we're challenged to change ourselves. And I guess that's exactly what you've been describing. It's interesting that he noticed that it was the men who comforted others and who gave away their last piece of bread who survived the longest. What an extraordinary example of, of resilience. Mm. And, and many of those stories of survival were about, we can do this and we can get through this. Yeah, it's hard. And we can think, okay, well, but that's different. And yes, it is different, but it's still a challenge. 
And we, we really, all we have are choices. We can choose to rail against this situation, which isn't going to happen. The protesters who have become violent, how sad. I feel for their frustration. It's doing the best you can. Perhaps it can either bring out the best in us or the worst, and we have the choice. It can either bring out the best in us or not. And um, we do need everyone to work as a team. But having, once that happens, harmony happens. Once you have yeah. harmony, you enjoy each other's company far more. Well, on, on that note, thank you so much, Alex. It's been really great talking to you. And um, thanks for all the advice that you've given. And, and good luck to our listeners as we face these extraordinary times. Thank you. Thanks, Bernie. Thank you very much. Hello, I'm Michelle Springett. And I'm Tracy Henderson. Join us every Friday at Kaima Community Radio to find out what's on in our local area in the following week, including live music, exhibitions and markets. We'll also keep you up to date with classes, workshops, creative initiatives and community happenings. In fact, any event open to the public. If you would like us to include your event in our list, be sure to email us at kcradiocontent at gmail.com. Make KCR What's On your regular go-to place to keep in touch with what's happening in your local area. Hope you'll join us on Fridays. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. This program was proudly brought to you by Kiama Community College. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kaima Community Radio.